0: Welcome to another episode of Faith in Friction, where we are confronting the challenging conversations that cause friction in the church. And today, we are talking about Halloween.
1: Halloween. A lot of you
0: guys have been asking about it, have been wondering, man, should we celebrate it? Should we not celebrate it? What do we think? We've gotten a ton of DMs um, about people, you know, in this tension personally with their own family and with their own kids. And we just kind of wanted to discuss it a little bit today. We have some parents uh, that are part of the Faith and Friction team here. And so we just want to get different perspectives and just have some dialogue around this topic.
1: I'm excited because I have genuine questions myself. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of coming in with open arms. Uh, I've done some research. The research that I've done, again, as a journalist, I always want to hear all the sides. Like, what are all the arguments or the theories or the perspectives? I know genuine believers of Christ who think differently on this. And so I'm just, like, excited to have the conversation and, if anything, get people more excited to get in the Word or to receive conviction from the Lord. So I guess we can start with some history. Let's do it. Okay, cool. So here's the thing. With all things digital— And research you can always find all sides to the argument Mm -hmm. Uh, so there's probably so much more history that I'm not seeing Um, I'm just I looked for someone who from a Christian perspective is bringing up all sides Uh, so that's just what I'm gonna be sharing here are some interesting things that I found there is a holiday a, a Celtic festival called Samhain it is believed to be the predecessor of our contemporary holiday Halloween This history was written down by Christian monks passed down through generations of Celtic mythology. What I did find through all of this was at the end of the day, Halloween, on all perspectives, is a heightened spiritual day. In this Celtic festival, it was believed that on the evening of the 31st of October to the evening of November 1st, there is portals opening between fairy realms and our realms. Again, this is like the Celtic idea. Uh, They had massive bonfires that were twofold, either potentially helping guide evil spirits or to keep the evil spirits away. It's also a site for fortune tellers to gather around and tell fortunes and secrets. I did some research on all souls and all saints day or the day of the dead. And there's Catholicism roots. There's also Mexican roots. So in the Roman Catholic church, This holiday was to celebrate all the saints in Christianity and partnered with All Souls Day on November 2nd, which is a day to pray for newly departed souls or martyrs who sacrifice their lives for Christianity. So that's kind of like a Christian perspective of we're celebrating the martyrs of Christianity. So one argument is that some people say this was created to help Christianize the evil festival to help convert the people of Ireland. In Ireland and Scotland, this is this is about costumes. People were dressing in costumes to celebrate All Saints Day, possibly to try to trick spirits that they thought were floating around on that night. In England, they call it souling, which people went door to door asking for food in return for a prayer for the dead, which is possibly a direct precursor to trick or treat. So just super interesting kind of historical facts that are all over the place. Um, but just something worth looking into is how do we celebrate this? I just thought that was interest. The the person that did this research came from a journalistic perspective of like, this is kind of what the Christians say, and this is the evil roots of the day. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? When
2: you say Christians, you're, that once again, that was the Catholic church that celebrates the mm-hmm. saints. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's not across all of yeah, yeah. It's, it's, okay, yeah. gotcha. Well, that's
3: good, because I haven't heard a lot of that. Uh, growing up, we just, as a PK, we just weren't allowed to do it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know any of the roots of it, other than what the scriptures say. And uh, Deuteronomy eighteen ten through 12, it says, There shall not be found among you one who practices witchcraft, one who interprets omens or a sorcerer, or one who conjures spells or a medium, or one who calls up the dead for all of these things are an abomination to the Lord.
2: That's literally the definition of Halloween. Okay, well, right. the, the episode. No. And so it was yeah. like,
3: we were the, <clears throat> one of the few people in our town that did not celebrate mm-hmm. it. Um, and then we weren't also allowed to watch like scary movies or, you know, things like that. One thing I loved about that, though, is I can look back and respect my parents. Like they modeled what it was to be different from mainstream. Yeah. And although I didn't understand it fully, now I can see like, hey, they went against what everyone else was doing. I can respect that just for being that, whether it's right or wrong, like the origins of it and all of that. I can at least look back and say they modeled be ye separate verse for me. And I I love that. So with that, our family, I have two kids. Uh, we don't celebrate Halloween, and it's mainly because of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm kind of in the middle on whether it's fully bad or not because I see some parents, they just want to dress their kids up in a cute little outfit. Like, they're not witches. They're, like, giraffes or something random, you know? Like, if you really look at the verse, are any of them practicing witchcraft? Are any of them interpreting omens? Are any of them conjuring up spells? I don't know. I'm tied.
2: I would say Mm -hmm. I would say I'm thinking along your lines as well. And as a as a kid, I was the opposite. Like I grew up, but you know, single parent home for a while, and so my mom just she would drive me around. It was kind of a sad experience (laughs) because she would just drive around, and I would like get out of the car and like walk up to the door, and I was nervous, and I didn't do it with friends or anything. But you know, I'm in ministry today. I love Jesus, and I'm you know pushing back the forces of darkness. So. If somebody trick-or-treats or or dresses, and of course, I didn't do anything demonic as far Mm -hmm. as my appearance and and that sort, I didn't go to haunted houses, Uh, then I I don't think it's detrimental when there's ignorance, if you will. Mm -hmm. And that's scriptural, you know, because you're saying they're not purposefully doing that, but you got to go to the conscience. Like scripture talks about if you're convicted in your conscience by the Holy Spirit, then for you to go against that conviction is sin. I'll actually read it here in Romans 14, 14. Uh, the Bible says, to him who considers anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. And then in verse 22, it says, do you have faith? Have it yourself before God. Happy is he who does not condemn himself and what he approves. Verse 23 says, but he who doubts is condemned if he eats because he does not eat of faith for whatever is not from faith is sin. And so I think when you're aware of things, there's a different level of accountability. Like, Mm -hmm.
3: If you didn't
2: even know, or, you know, like my kid wears a giraffe outfit and goes to my neighbors, and they love Jesus, we love Jesus. Churches have fall festivals all over the place. Kids dress up. They get candy. What is celebrating Halloween? What is not? I mean, there's nothing demonic they're celebrating. But once you have a conviction in your conscience, then you're accountable to God for that. Mm. And I think it's important, too, that the body of Christ can get a little bit it can be a dangerous ground when we have a conviction that's maybe not as clear in scripture, like, you know, gray areas where like the Bible doesn't literally say dot, dot, dot. But if you have a conviction and not projecting that on every other believer around you, I'm not talking about sin and clearly defined things, you know, I mean, we need to do an episode on drinking or something like that. Mm -hmm. But if, if you have a conviction and everyone else ought to have that, the Bible says, if God tells you, and you see it, now you're responsible. And I'm saying the more I hear this, the more I'm looking at it differently for Halloween because I didn't know a lot of what you just read. I'm understanding Mm -hmm. more, which opens the conviction. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I I have, I feel like, a a slightly (laughs) more (laughs) firm approach. And I grew up, I got Nigerian parents. Mm -hmm. Like, we didn't play none of that. And stuff, and I i mean, even I'd still go, when I was a teenager, we still go sneak out and, you know, I'd throw on one of my basketball jerseys just to get some candy, and they'd be like, yo, what are these grown men doing at my door (laughs) just trying to get candy? And, yeah, as we have kind of, or as I've kind of just gotten older and progressed and just understood and really kind of prayed into, like, man, what levels of deception could there be? And even in... First uh, Thessalonians five in 21 and 22, it says, but test everything, hold fast to what is good, abstain from every form of evil. And so if I'm thinking about something and, and if I'm reading this and I'm like, okay, hold fast to what is good, abstain every form of evil. Is there like levels of evil? Is it just like an on and off switch? Is there something that I know was derived potentially from something evil, but like, Hey, like, I know this may be what it's come from, but that's not necessarily what I'm doing with Mm -hmm. it, though. So then, like, I'm good and in the clear. Because when I think about that, in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's a form of deception. And when I think about every seed sown, is there a space potentially where that seed can be manifested into something later that I'm not Mm -hmm. even aware of? And so even if it starts in innocence but was rooted in something evil— Am I then setting myself up or somebody I know up to potentially, you know, okay something at a greater level because I okayed something in moderation, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And so that's just my thought process on it, because you see people in the churches say in and uh that that are vocally and verbal about their their pursuit of things of darkness that Mm -hmm. they themselves say, this is the day that we are most active doing the most work. And so for my mind, I'm like, man, this is a, I get the, you know, evangelistic opportunities that people have. And then I also get the man, am I doing this or am I partaking to in this as a way to like celebrate? Oh, this is going to be the fall festival where, you know, we're taking this day back essentially. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're not necessarily taking it back. You're just yeah. participating at a lower level. Yeah. And so does that then, again, I'm just thinking about seeds planted mm-hmm. that can take root and then be produced years down the road to where you're hearing actual Satanists. High ranking level Satanists say we are active on this day. We are out. We're opening portals. We're yeah. we're praying omen over. I saw a video guy was like, yeah, we pray over candy and yeah. we put spells mm-hmm. on this and we put spells on that. And yeah. it's like, am I knowingly allowing these seeds to be planted with the confidence that like, well, I know the Lord, so that's not I'm not gonna be impacted or affected by that and that they may manifest
3: later. But, and so yeah. go ahead. my only question with that would be not particularly for Halloween, but it's like if we have that viewpoint, I mean, any holiday has Agreed. pagan roots. Yeah. Christmas, I mean, putting up a tree, I think there's even a scripture on that. I mean— uh Stay tuned. Most of mm-hmm. stores, you know, have like these demonic, like Target and the, the things they were putting out. Like, where do we draw the line right. as Christians as to like what can participate. we participate yeah. in and what can we not because— If that's the case, then we gotta go out to the where no one's living and just survive on our own because we can't get Starbucks, we can't get you know throw away
2: your iPhones. Right, yeah. (laughs) I think that's where what I was saying with the conscience comes in, because I agree totally, G. I mean, like once you have an understanding, it's like for you to knowingly participate in something, do something that you know inside. Is he, I mean, at that moment when you know that and you're like, should I? There's a conviction there. The Bible's clear. But in 1 Corinthians 10, Paul even is talking about uh, when you go to someone's house. Of course, this isn't as big nowadays, but he said, eat whatever's put in front of you unless you're made aware that it was offered to idols. Mm. Then don't eat it because okay. it's sin in your conscience. That's interesting. So yeah. if you if it was offered to idols and you didn't know and you ate it, are you sinning? No, because your conscience wasn't aware and you did it. So I think there are well-meaning believers who might, and ignorant doesn't mean stupid. It just means unknowing. And they might be ignorant of what we're talking about and the details of Halloween and think, oh, man, I'm just having fun. And, you know, we gave candy to my neighbors and their heart's right. I don't believe they're sinning. I think once you understand and you're aware at that moment, just like eating some off idols, now you have to go with, because people, we can try to make blanket statements, Mm -hmm. but people have to know God for themselves. Because they'll kind of, a lot of people want, well, tell me what I do and don't do. Even if it's right and wrong, we make it clear. Do you know it? Or are you just going off of what you're seeing around you? Yeah. Do I think it's a dark holiday and we don't need to participate? Yes. But I think it's also because of the understanding level yeah. where I mm-hmm. wouldn't condemn those mm-hmm. who dress their kid up like a For drag, sure.
0: For know? sure. And it's yeah. not, and definitely not condemnation, especially where ignorance right. is. Yeah. It's yeah. not like, right. right. it's you know, it's that's totally different. Yeah. And more so speaking from like a believer standpoint so I know a lot of the questions mm-hmm. we did get was from believers saying right. mm-hmm. man I'm torn between this and I agree yeah, with the with the with the convictions I feel like if you have an active and growing relationship yeah. with the Holy Spirit just like the word says mm-hmm. he will lead you guide you convict you correct you redirect you all of those things and so yeah I think it'll be a thing that'll be talked about forever, you know, until Jesus comes, I would say, I'm sorry. Oh no, it's just, it's, yeah, I just, I feel like I've had a recent, a more recent conviction at a higher level, Mm, which is me, right? Which is my personal conviction and I don't have kids. And so um, when that journey happens and comes, Mm. you know, I'll have to navigate that in a way also um, as a parent would. And yeah, just thinking like you said, Annaly, where it's like, man, if that if we have that mindset, then where do you draw the line? Yeah. And just knowing the times we're in and the days we're in, my I think the biggest thing that kind of set me off was watching videos of like Satanist worshipers and we're like, yeah. this is our Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is our there was yeah. one video, a guy was like, This is our Easter. Right. This is when we all come out when we all do those things when we all do it. Um, and so in my mind as a believer when I when if I could point to an actual day that I know that the kingdom of darkness is on full attack, mm-hmm. full blast, it's like it would make me want to perceive and partake in that day differently, yeah. even in a spiritual sense and yeah. a prayerful sense over my family cuz we have dozens of these people saying, no, this is our time. Mm. We're going and literally verbalizing the things that you think are, are not harmful. The things that you think are just for fun or just mm-hmm. for play. We've literally saturated in prayers of darkness yeah. over in hopes that you would take it lightly and participate in it mm-hmm. so that these yeah. seeds would then be planted. Yeah. And so hearing that, I'm like, mm. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. that changes things. Well, especially
3: for me. with your background. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. I, I,
1: and I can say this, like in the past couple of years, I very much, I was saved at 30. So everything I did Mm. was of the world. And I get so excited for Halloween movies. Mm. And I'm at the point where I'm just like, Holy Spirit, like I want to pursue holiness. And so I grew up loving Harry Potter. I still really enjoy Harry Potter, but I'm at the point where I'm just like, Lord, I choose you over what I think is okay for me. And like mm-hmm. literally before I watch movies, can you, is hey father is this like safe for me to watch? Mm-hmm. Also because I'm more in tune like with discerning spirits and have actually watched movies and shows where spirits jumped out. I'm like, okay, I should have actually invited the Lord in first before making a decision and saying, hey, is this is this good for my heart? Um, is this safe for me? And so even approaching this month. I'm like, Lord, can you renew my mind? Can you tell me what's safe for me, what's not safe for me? Um, but I all I do want to share because you kind of teed off the, you know, the Satanist perspective. I've mentioned him before, John Ramirez. some may call him crazy. I think he's really interesting and he has a unique perspective as like an ex warlock, like a very high level warlock. And he is just super do not do it because it is a it is the demon's holiday. Um, and just two things I found interesting, again, just doing research, take it for what you want to do. Um, but I, we know that like in music, there could be demonic worship over songs, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're putting that in the atmosphere. He talked about, uh, with candy on Halloween, that people are intentionally praying in witchcraft over candy. And you don't know when when your kids, and you know we hope to have a family someday, you just don't know who your neighbors are. Or you don't know if they're practicing Wiccan or they're practicing New Age and the spirit realm inside their home. So I would just caution, be careful for that. Another thing he said that I thought was just interesting, again, just submitting this to you, um, just from a research level, when he talked about costumes, it was interesting to me because he mentioned that when you are putting on a costume, it's like you're putting on this new identity. And again, you can go really hardcore of like, you're putting the little mermaid on your child, but that's a siren spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Or you're putting on a witch mm-hmm. and there's witchcraft. So it's like, where's the balance? But also for me, as someone who grew up in the world, yeah. got heavy into new age, I'm very in tune with the spirit realm. I'm going to err on the side of precaution. And I'm going to ask the Lord, what's on your heart? I love Because that. this is... Yeah, this is real. Like you were saying, like yes, we can be ignorant, but what what are we allowing our children to participate? in if we don't know, so
3: just like ask the Lord for yourself. Yeah, yeah. And hey, in this season, what what should we do? The yeah. Bible the Bible says pray about everything. Mm-hmm. So I mean, even as me being a big end time person, like it's this is a time to be praying about every single mm-hmm. thing and in receiving mm-hmm. the download from the Holy Spirit.
0: I just want to pause for a second. And I really feel like this may help some people because there are some parents out here that are really wrestling and struggling with this and not knowing what they should do with their kids. And so I'm just going to say I feel like the Lord is going to call some of y'all to fast Mm -hmm. leading up to Halloween to fast and actually do it with the intent of hearing from the Lord. If the word says that my sheep know my voice, then I believe that if you fast to draw closer to God and be able to hear clearly what he is wanting to share and impart in you regarding this thing and how to lead your family and how to lead your kids. And Tracy, I know you have an awesome testimony Crazy. when it comes to this, that I do want you to kind of get into in a second, but yes, officially officially, fast, whether that's for three days, whether that's a week before Halloween, whether that's you hear this, you know, and there's what, two weeks till Halloween left or one week or whatever. And you decide today, like, man, I'm going to fast, whether it's water or Daniel or social or whatever, you know, you feel like the Lord's telling you to fast that you can hear from him and say, God, this year right now concerning my household, my children and my family, what would you have us do? And so, yeah, and I believe God's going to speak to you in that That's space.
1: Good. That's good. Fast. Yeah. Was this two years ago or last year? Uh, two years two ago. Two years ago. Okay, y'all, this is really interesting. Uh, I believe it was like the day before October. Yeah. It was very close to October. And, you know, all of the commercials and all of the stores getting ready for, I love fall. I love fall and wintertime. I love Christmas. I love. I love it all. Um, I was getting really excited, but I was at a heart posture of Lord, am I allowed to watch Halloween movies? Like because I'm so new in my faith, I I need to make sure I'm not doing what I used to do. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I was like preparing to ask the Lord, like, can I watch Halloween movies? I very clearly felt in the spirit, you need to fast Halloween movies in this season. And I, I feel like we were in the living room, and I was like dang but like I'm so Mm -hmm. gonna be obedient like I'm kind of disappointed because I really love my Halloween movies and like the little witch things which is funny because I also witchcraft is very real but like (laughs) that's just the tension we live in right Mm -hmm. um and so I did for all the month of October I didn't watch a Halloween movie if I saw anything on social media I made sure like I wasn't feeding myself and I don't know 30 40 days later my dad died and
0: it was literally first week in November. Yeah.
1: Um, and thank you, Lord. Like I was home in Pennsylvania with my mom because I live in Texas. I was I actually went to Pennsylvania for a friend's brother's funeral mm-hmm. and actually felt in this spirit. Something's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, kind of I misplaced what it would be, but I was really excited. Like I'm coming in. I'm taking territory. Mm-hmm. I get home and the, the father that abandoned me died. And I was with my mom and I just like, the timing of it was just like, okay, Lord, where are you? I always ask God when something happens, where are you? And I told my mom, I was like, hey, I'm just going to step outside and go up the hill where I spent a lot of time with the Lord. And I went and I sat and I just asked the Lord, wow, like, where are you right now? Because this is a lot. And I, I heard him say, keep your mind on me. You just need to look at me. And in that moment, I felt all of the lies come in from the enemy. I felt like just things that would have weighed me down. But my father was just saying, keep your eyes on me. And in that moment, he also showed me my fasting. Mm -hmm. Like, had I not fasted, I don't know, maybe I wouldn't have been as rooted. Um, But and I don't even know if that was a Halloween thing. But for me, the Lord prompted me to fast Halloween things so that he knew right when my dad was going to die and when it happened, I only saw him. Yes. like I grieved, but I got to grieve with my father. Um, And so I just, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I remember that time and it was, yeah, it was really wild and I feel like, I mean, you heard from the Lord and it made sense and you didn't know it the whole month you were doing it. Why? And then when that happened, you weren't moved and your response was different and and again i just hearing perspectives of people that are verbally verbally you know tearing down the kingdom of god and and very expressively and actively pursuing the kingdom of darkness and are vocal about it i just feel like for a believer at times is this the time like the the moment or the one thing or like you know what i'm going to i'm going to let my guard down and this is cool and okay i'm just going to i'm going to ease back a little bit it's all right it's all good and that's the one day that the kingdom of darkness is like, we're going to ramp it up. And so it's like, it's the time that they're ramping it up and preparing for the whole year, essentially the one day that we're like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to ease back this day. Like, it's okay. It's all good. I'm
1: getting it's convicted not, right now. You know? And
0: again, like again, the Holy spirit will tell you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and you can follow your convictions mm-hmm. and, and and pray that the Holy spirit would convict you where you need to be convicted. And so that was just my personal conviction Torah was like, man, if I knew somebody was preparing to come against me for one day, the hardest that they were yeah. going to go the entire year, yeah. how would I prepare sure. for that day? It's just like, a- and now even as I'm talking, I'm getting convicted. I'm like, man, I'm going to start fasting every Halloween <laughs> right? yeah. and just get my family in the living room and start praying and worshiping and just coming against any attack of the enemy. And so, yeah, just something to think about. Mm-hmm. And again, follow that's Holy Spirit. That's yeah. the Holy Spirit.
2: Yeah, we keep saying, ask the Holy Spirit. And some people are like, well, how do you know? How do I do that? I think if you really get rid of all excuses and you really listen to your conscience, the Holy Spirit speaking to your heart, you know what you should do in any area of life. For example, here's one of my life rules. If I have to justify it, don't do it. It doesn't mean, it's it doesn't, That's real. It doesn't it's I mean, you can argue, well, is it wrong? Is it right? I mean, like personally, I don't drink. That's going to be another episode, but why? Because I, I have to justify it and find scriptures and try to say, well, but it's a, but, but, but if you're justifying things, then you're playing with fire. And once again, is someone going to go to hell or, you know, is there whole, no, but once you begin to justify, then you know, if you really listen, why am I saying this? Go with your spirit. And it's so clear in the Bible. The Bible says, a little leaven leavens the whole lump. So I think when you are aware now, and now that you've watched this, you're aware, and <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden you say, well, it's okay just a little. Mm-hmm. That's going to spread in your compromise, yeah. never stays yeah. put. It grows yeah, in our lives. Right. And so uh, I want to just read this scripture just to kind of bring it home on clarity in the Bible. And I want to talk about the condemnation earlier, because I want you to know God for yourself, because mm-hmm. man... Right. Yeah. I, I, there's mm-hmm. nothing that has turned people off more than Christians going around taking their convictions and trying to project it on the entire world instead of, Hey, get close to Jesus. Yeah. And the closer you get to him, the more you look like him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to change people. Yeah. Exactly. And Paul said, and I feel like I asked myself, okay, would Paul, would Jesus, would scripture, if it addressed Halloween, what would it say? We all know what it would say. The Bible wouldn't be like, it's okay as long as you got 30%, right? It's obvious. But in uh, Ephesians 5, verse 8, it says, For you were once in darkness, but now you're in the light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. Here's the big one, verse 11. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Amen. That's pretty clear on the works of darkness. And so I think we just need to go, look, and like you said, Chief. best point, if that is the day of all days that the devil's launching the biggest attack, then we need to guard ourselves. Does that mean don't eat anything sweet on Halloween? Because then you get weird with it and religious <laughs> right. and go, so what is celebrating? Is yeah. it okay? That's where you go with your conscience. Like, you know, but overall, it should be a day of the church is hyper aware yeah. and not just ignorant on that subject. Yeah. I love that. And also, man, for some
0: parents, too, that are – have dm'd us and asked us a few of you guys have asked us about this this is also an awesome opportunity to to teach and and activate yeah. your children in an evangelistic sense like how awesome would it be <laughs> to say man today all this is happening We believe X, Y, Z. Man, let's just take a moment and let's pray for everybody that's going to be out tonight. Let's pray that they're protected. Let's pray that they experience the Lord. Let's pray Mm -hmm. that the Holy Spirit encounters them in a real way and make that a moment or a time where you can say, man, we're going to redirect this thing to the Lord. And we're going to use this as an opportunity to activate ourselves in a more in a higher sense in a heightened sense. And like PJ said, just be more aware and more alert in those moments.
3: From personal experience with that, um, my kids, I mean, they go to a private Christian school and 90% of them, you know, do the trick-or-treating, but that is an opportunity for them. They're like, oh no, we don't do that. Like my my family doesn't participate in those things. And even then it's starting to build within them a testimony, even as young as they are, you know, small children to to start speaking on what the bible says or what they believe and hold firm on. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And yeah, and we love your kids. Her <laughs> listen, her daughter is a worshipper. Mm-hmm. It is so beautiful to see.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. and, and one more thing I'll say too, I can you kind of um uh trigger this thought. Um we have man an amazing uh mentor couple for us that is, you know, poured into us that we had the privilege of of getting in community with Um, Soon after marriage Mm -hmm. and their kids are some of the most anointed prophetic. I've never seen uh, a 15 and a 17 year old stop a room and prophesy over people with such accuracy ever. And it's one of those things where they hear and they know who they're who we're talking Mm -hmm. about if you're watching this. But it's one of those things where everywhere they go, people are like, man, your kids are so this and your kids are so that. And I kid you not, every time I get in a room with these two teenage boys, they're prophesying over me. And I got to go home and lay it before the Lord. And it's with so much like that level. Not just it's truly supernatural. It's incredible. And I remember a late night we were with them and I asked them and I was like, man, like, I'm sure you get this question a lot. But what what would you say was the biggest factor in that like what would you say led to that so obviously they may have been gifted as young boys or whatnot but like what did you say helped that the most and they said that they guarded them from all types of darkness as kids got a ton of flack from it had a Mm -hmm. bunch of parents saying oh you're overthinking it Mm -hmm. you're overdoing it why would you keep them from that you're being too sheltered you're too bubbled you're too this and too that and um the mom of these boys said something amazing, I'll never forget. And she said that the Lord told her that she needed to protect their imagination and that every train of thought that they had because they were going to prophesy in the future. And when you're prophesying, you're pulling things from the Holy Spirit that aren't yet in the natural and you're saying what God's will is about something. And so she said that the Lord said, protect their imagination so that the only place that they would pull from would be from the Holy Spirit. And now 10 years, 15 years later, when years of receiving flack from her friends and, and, Mm. you know, other, you know, parents and stuff to see these boys in operation is crazy. Mm -hmm. Like it really is another level. And so, yeah, just to.
1: Give yeah, a little
0: encouragement yeah.
1: and and I, I really only have one more thing, but it you just set me up perfectly. Uh, one thing I will challenge our community is be very careful with what you watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are shows, I guess it's just I guess the simple way to say it is if there is a show that is glorifying evil, like Hollywood does a great job of making evil look good and we glorify sin and all of these things around Halloween, there are actual, like, ho- I grew up watching Hocus Pocus. Loved it. The second one, <laughs> love I did, I loved it. Um, the second one Thanks. came out two years ago, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I really want to watch this because I want to see what's going on. But, like, I got the Lord now, and I watched it, and it was not good. It was not good for me. Like, it was actually demonic. And, like, in, in the movie, it's these witches mm-hmm. singing a song, um mm. come, little children, I'll take thee away. There's so many Halloween movies that just look fun and mm-hmm. innocent, but there's actual curses and hexes, so just take caution again, pray and fast, but like protect the hearts of your children in the season because that yeah. that for sure is happening um and because it's just so culture and normal in the world, we just need to be on guard,
0: yeah, really? yeah, really and there's um yeah there's. Even in scripture where it says in those days, good will be evil and evil will be good. And I'm sure there's a ton of things that we can agree on right off the bat where it's like, this is definitely an example of good being evil and evil being good, especially when it comes to the attack on our children and the innocence and purity of our children. And I always think like, man, if, if I was trying to come against someone And scripture talks about deception in these times and how rampant it'll be. If I'm trying to come against somebody, I would look for the thing that somebody would say, oh, that's not a big deal. Like I'd be waiting for the thing. that's like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's not a big deal. And then I'm, and then I'm attacking in that, in that space and in that moment. And so again, like PJ said earlier, just these moments where it's like, oh, we can be more alert and aware spiritually and really, yeah, just lean into the Lord.
2: And I'll, I'll end it with this because there's, I, feel like I'm hearing some people out there watching their parents going, condemnation's coming, fear, oh, no, my kids watched Hocus Pocus, or now they're going to not prophesy and be evil and all these things. (laughs) We don't get into fear because, look, his grace is sufficient. So, you know, we've all done crazy things, right? And so it's not about, like, don't let the enemy tether you to your past. And if your children have seen a movie or watched Harry Potter start today. Today's a day of salvation. Plead the blood of Jesus over them. Right. You can uproot those seeds, confess positive things. You know, I mean, just every night, lay your hands on them, say, Lord, I thank you that anything that they've seen or anything the enemies try to get into their heart, even out of ignorance that I've done, Lord, I thank you that they are covered in your blood. Your grace is sufficient and rest in the fact that That's you're good. giving your children to God. Yeah. Maybe That's it's right. not your children. Maybe it's you. And yeah. you're like, I've watched, I used to love horror movies. Not me, but you might be saying yeah. that. Um, then, just cleanse your mind of that and let God take care of the rest. Cause there's no condemnation. Now you're aware That's From right. today forward, yeah. make wise choices. That's right. Yeah.
0: yeah. I Actually, love
2: that. Let's take a second. We want to pray for y'all right now. Yeah. yeah. Just real Good. in
0: short, um, as you're watching yeah. and as you're wrestling with this and maybe thinking about some of these things for the first time, yeah. um, we just want to come in agreement with what the Lord is wanting to do in you and through you and in mm-hmm. your kids and in your family and in your mind and in your spirit. And so, yeah, Lord, we just thank you um, for every person that's watching this. God, we thank you that your spirit would encounter them, that your spirit would bring clarity, um, that there is no condemnation in you. And that once we are made a new creation, we can put the old away. And so, Father, even if there are people that are thinking about this for the first time, ever, that your spirit would meet them right there in that space and that they would begin to call them higher, that they'd begin to sanctify them in a way that they didn't even know or maybe have felt possible, God, and that you, your spirit would bring comfort. Um, Your spirit would convict where conviction needs to be had. Your spirit would comfort where comfort needs to be had, would redirect, would bring wisdom, would bring guidance. And we just cover their children right now. We cover their minds. We cover their hearts. We cover their spirits, God. We cover their innocence and their purity. And we say that there is no devil in hell that can come against God's will for their lives and for the lives of those that are watching that. And so, Lord, we just celebrate you in advance. We don't want to live a life trying to prove Satan wrong, but we want to live a life just trying to prove you right and focusing on you and pursuing you, not running away from something in fear. We are running to something in triumph and in victory. And so we thank you for that in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. 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 Amen I, amen. I appreciate the dialogue. And again, like, thank y'all for, we posted on social a few days ago. What are your questions? And there's just genuine good questions where Christians are just like, Hey, help us out. And so I hope this was a healthy dialogue yep. that m- made you think, or, you know, whatever you needed. Um, yeah. Just, we're grateful for everyone that's following us and the, the questions that y'all sent in.
0: Yeah. So continue to like, continue to share, continue to comment. We hope this helped you guys and we'll see y'all next Take care.
1: time. Bye.